Hey, welcome to Flipping the Field, the college football podcast about all of college football that actually has college football to talk about this week for the first time in the show's history. Of um, course, but Patrick, first we do have sad news we should probably acknowledge. <laughs> yes, before we do, um, uh, I'm I'm your host Patrick Mayhorn, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Donnelly. Um, Ryan, what what's the uh, what's the what's the occasion? Well, of course, as I'm sure by the time I publish this podcast, most people have heard this, but. Um, Brett McMurphy, sexually explicit OnlyFans, has been banned by the platform. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're no longer allowing sexually explicit video content, yeah. uh, simply picture nudes. And of course, Brett cannot support himself in that kind of situation. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for him and for his his uh, collaborative channel that he had with Rachel Dolezal. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure that they'll land on their feet at stadium and I'm sure that it'll be, you know. It'll be a good view for them. <laughs> what was that channel called, Patrick? <laughs> I can't legally answer that question. <laughs> oh, okay. Neither of us knew what the other one was going to say before we started this episode, so that was that was fun. It's uh, unlike the rest of the podcast; it's completely scripted, and, and we know exactly yeah. what we're saying ahead of time. Uh, but Patrick, I, I know you brought this up to start the podcast. Do you know what? Do you know what season it's becoming? Um, no. What season? It's. Now, if you have not heard, if everyone who listens to this podcast hasn't heard, you might think, oh, well, of course Ryan's going to say it's college football season. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's not what I'm going to say. No, fuck it's, that. It's snitching season. Okay. It's get out of your buyout season. Yeah, it is, in fact, get out of your buyout season. <laughs> Someone uh, clearly, what's going on right now? It's that time of year. Yeah. Fall camp's wrapping up. You've watched all the position battles. You've seen how the team's going to look mm-hmm. on the field. And if you're like, hmm, we don't like this coach that much, yeah. and the team looks like it's going to suck shit this year. Now is when you start leaking stuff to the press to be yeah. able to fire that coach with cause later. Ryan, so, is there is there a school that recently hired an athletic director who is famous for being just a cold-blooded <laughs> assassin when it comes to like coaches or programs or really anything that he doesn't like about the school that he's at? You are referring to the uh, athletic director Elberts at Nebraska, yeah. but uh, it's not the only school that applies to. Michigan also put a knife in Jim Harbaugh's <laughs> back this week. Two Big Ten schools started stabbing their coach early in the year. Um if you guys haven't read these stories yet, the Detroit Free Press and whoever writes about football in Nebraska uh, both reported stories. It's me. Uh, it's Patrick. Uh, that both Nebraska and Michigan uh, illegally used analysts, you know, mm-hmm. the analyst position, the off-field guys, uh, as on-field coaches, which literally every program in college football is doing. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you only report that if, uh, you know, you think you can get somebody fired for doing it, basically. Yeah. And Nebraska was also apparently holding um, some kind of off-campus lifting program during the pandemic. Um, here's mm-hmm. my thing. I want to see the gym. Yeah. What kind of gym yeah, is, is hosting we, the entire Nebraska football program? What are we working with here? Because, yeah, it definitely, that wasn't happening at other schools. They didn't have guys doing lifting <laughs> programs just in separate places, you know? Well, I mean, of course you're doing that, but I think yeah. it is a little different to have a coordinated workout in actual sure. physical place. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't care about it again. I don't know this. It is very funny to think that they were doing all of this to go five and seven. Yeah. <laughs> like, They're really the, busting their ass. Yeah, that's the most improper use of analysts is to use them to go five and seven. <laughs> Come on. Uh, what are we doing here? They're bringing in Tom Osborne as analyst next year. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 95-year-old Tom Osborne. I can't believe... I, like, I really am a little surprised, though. As much as we know Scott Frost sucks, and we'll talk about that here in a little bit uh, for the Week Zero preview, Yeah, <laughs> um, I am a little surprised they're already trying to get ready to fire him. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he would get at least another year. Like, just this year, and then he'd go into next year on the hot seat. Plus, but, it's like it's kind of like the Michigan thing, where like you give Harbaugh a while, even if he keeps losing, yeah. because... like. I mean, obviously, he's not as good as Harbaugh. I'm not saying that, but like, uh, you know, if he can't get it done, who can? It's like your it's your fucking prodigal son coming home. Like, yeah. 
if it's not him, who is it? Man, I'm I'm tempted, to, and this is my own bias painting this, but I am tempted to think that they have seen the success that someone like Jamie Chadwell has had in mm. running a spread option, and that they are legitimately interested in doing that. I don't know if that's true, but I do think that there is something to be said for like that would work at Nebraska. I mean, um, you'd win like eight games probably. They would love that right now. Yeah, are you kidding? Sure, no, of course, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They but, would, but but you are like, look. I totally understand what you're saying, but it's also still Nebraska, and yep. if you do that, you are kind of putting a ceiling on your program, and it's like it's a pretty difficult to transition away from that into being a regular program again. Yeah, we've seen it. I mean, it could be done for sure, and getting back to eight wins is you know better than going five and seven every year. Yeah, I, I think that getting back to getting to eight would make it easier for Nebraska to transition into its next stage, which seems to be that it wants to be Oklahoma. Um, hmm. I don't think you can do that if you don't first win eight games. <laughs> I don't know if they can ever be Oklahoma. I don't either, but I... Because Oklahoma's going to keep being Oklahoma. Sure, yeah. But I, I, I think that you do have to at least start somewhere, and you're not going to just go from 5-7 and seven to Oklahoma. Right. Especially because Scott Frost wasn't the guy, and that was your best hope at doing that, at yeah. least internally, if you're, you know, looking for somebody who understands the program and who runs an offense, not similar to Riley's, but similar in, like, yeah. the hype that it kind of generates I, I mean are you gonna go out and get josh heupel is that the mm. is that the solution they should try just being utah first they go for oklahoma <laughs> I'd, I'd say i'd just settle for that yeah i mean not a not a terrible approach given that they're in the big 10 west so if you do that you're gonna win the conference every you know three years or so not sure. the conference but the, the division yeah. yeah i mean why not yeah I and mean, it's not a terrible someone else already doing that losing yeah. to ohio state that could be you yeah northwestern keeps doing it and northwestern <laughs> has no reason to be better than nebraska right it's you yeah know. you just you just develop a, a four-year rotation where it's iowa nebraska uh yeah. wisconsin and, and Northwestern. And of course, Illinois, once Brett is, you know, winning championships hmm. there, NCAA championships. Uh, um, yeah, maybe. Or Iowa, when he's doing <laughs> it there in two years. Um, but I, I, and I don't know if, if, if an eight and four under a Chadwell is necessarily as boring as an eight and four under Kyle winning. Sure. Cause I do think they'd be fun to watch, which seems to be the number one thing that Nebraska wants right now is yeah. just like, we would like to be good. And also for our fans to not be miserable, um, like watching us, right, 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 right. <laughs> which is an issue that Michigan is bumping into as well. Like, uh, one of the biggest reasons I think they want to fire Harbaugh is because of how specifically shitty they have been in the way where like there's nothing you can there's no enjoyment you can get from this. Yeah, it's oh, man. Even the even the season where they were really good, they weren't fun to watch. No, it's one of the most soul sucking styles of college football that is yeah. just like it's mostly gone from the country. You very rarely see it anymore. It was like you know a real problem with those like Bama national title teams in the early 2010s that would just sit on teams and everyone hated it and that yeah. you know the, of course the famous 9-6 national title is like a is a huge contributor but uh man yeah um or not was it not it was a 9-6 regular season and game what was and the national title it was like it was like 13 nothing yeah <laughs> they, God. They, unless you didn't get past uh midfield but that's that ought to be illegal that's Woody Hayes football and yeah. it's time to get rid of that forever yeah um, sorry, we, we've got a Simon alert here on the podcast. He has jumped up onto the table, so I have to spritz him with some water. Patrick's cat is a fugitive. <laughs> he's, he's, he's on the lamb. He's, he's running from the law. And folks, like I've always said, I am the law. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be really so the funny. the number one Blue Lives Matter podcast mm-hmm. in college football. Mm-hmm. It's because we're both Michigan fans. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Blue Lives Matter <laughs> as, a, as a Michigan fan podcast would be so good, dude. Why is nobody doing that? Uh, what else? Is there any other better names for it we could do? We, I mean, we could we could slightly tweak it, right? There's probably a little um, <laughs> less literal. Maybe blue lines matter, and you just do trench talk. I mean, uh, blue lines matter, and you uh do you rail oxy <laughs> on the podcast. 
<laughs> just like our favorite boys in blue. Yeah. Oh man, uh, Dude, M- Mgo, hit us up. We'll take that. <laughs> it's uh, I'm okay. It's I'm done. <laughs> okay. What? How? What would you have to congest to do a Michigan podcast with me? Because I'd do it for free. I'd do it. Um. Hmm. <laughs> Whatever you answer, I'll, I'll bleep it out. I promise. <laughs> I don't really have anything. I don't think there's, I mean, like, just talking about Michigan every week, I would love to do. I would love to just talk okay, about, yeah. I mean, but like, not in the way you would like. Yeah. You would do it like I talk about Ohio State. Oh, oh I'd be I, much, much which, worse than that. Which I do every week for my job. I would, uh, I would talk about, uh, you know, Michigan the way I talk about Rose Emoji guys on Twitter. Mm, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did yeah. see a really good tweet this yeah. week. Uh, okay. Making jokes about uh, DSA Kabul. We do like that. That is good to think about. I'll tell it to you off the air. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ryan, anyway. do, do you want to do you want to lose some money? Speaking of Afghanistan, let's lose some money. Yeah. yeah um, we. <laughs> mm, uh, I don't know if we were losing. I don't know. It seems like some, some people. Some of us made, were losing yeah, money. Seems, seems like some, some folks. Seems like some folks made some money. Uh, speaking of Afghanistan, let's take a plane to Dubai with 169 million dollars in bags of cash. All right. Um, this uh. is our as we have teased before, and we we didn't do an episode last week for. Um, reasons that will be announced uh, at a later date. I don't. I don't mean that. We're never going to tell you why. Yeah. Well. Um, uh, TBA. Yeah. There was a very good reason for it, and it wasn't just that we just didn't want to do one. Yeah. You'll hear about it at the um, annual flipping the field con. Yeah. You'll hear it at the uh, the AVN awards or whatever they're called. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll do it there. Um, but this is our gambling show. We've uh, we've each made five season sort of futures picks. Is that what they're called? The team total futures? Yeah, yeah. We're doing some bets. Uh, yeah. Patrick has a conference winner in here too, but we're, we're mostly doing team total bets. Yeah. We are, uh, we're doing five each of our favorites and five of the podcast favorites. You yeah. probably already guessed some of those schools. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we're giving you some gambling advice. Um, although I would say the first piece of advice I would do is uh, don't bet on team win totals. Yeah. Uh, you're just going to like tie up your money for you know six months to yeah. maybe get a return on it. Yeah, or college but, football in general. Yeah, <laughs> don't gamble uh, <laughs> unless it's on uh, dog races. Yeah, exactly. Because you know those guys. You can just look at them. Right. Come on. <laughs> look at him. He's yeah. he's too skinny. Look at the withers on that dog. <laughs> 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 that's our off-season pivot is just yeah. dog gambling podcast yeah. we're eating jowls haunches and withers that's our <laughs> that's our new oh, uh, podcast yeah, we've got the greyhound conference preview here today oh wow I'm more of a weimaranian kind of guy all right well we'll be uh we'll be looking into that certainly um, for sure i i'm you know I like the corgi races. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Me and Patrick are, quote unquote, doing research by going to the casino at three o'clock on a Saturday. Uh, um, we were going to have some some special guests on for this one, but um, we um, didn't. Yeah, do that, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, they have betrayed us in our time of need and they are both um, false friends. And we will, right. not be, we will not be looking for uh, them further for, for any podcast spots. At two podcaster. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you want to do? How do you want to do this? Do you want to do our pod picks first or last, and then get into our own uh, our own stuff that we're doing here? Do you want to? Do you want to do our? Let's individual do. Let's picks do individual. First? That's alternate individual picks. Okay. Then, uh, then go into the pod picks group. Yeah. All right. So I will. Uh, I can go first here. I'm going to give my one conference winner the one non-team total on this. I believe um, before I realized that I mostly just wanted to do the team totals because yeah. the conference picks are so it's so difficult to, to pick anything with any value. Sure. Because like eight of the conferences, you know who the champion is going to be. It sucks. Um, but uh, at the lower levels, I think you can get a decent amount of value. And I, I think I have found some value here in plus 1200 for the Mac winner, Kent State, who is being, 
I would say, and we we agree on this, significantly sort of undervalued by the. Yeah. Uh, we, we oh to to at the head of the show here. Uh, these are all from Bovada, so that oh, we, yeah, yeah. so we could standardize where our our picks were coming from. Um, but Kent State plus twelve hundred to win the MAC. I don't know if I actually think Kent State's going to win the MAC. I think Toledo is better. Um, Ball State is better. There, there are teams very better, but they do have the best quarterback and probably coach in the conference. They have the best offense, certainly. Yeah. Quarterback, I think Caleb Ellaby could be better, uh, at least in terms of sheer talent. But Dustin yeah. Crum is certainly the more productive. Um, if, you're, if you're talking pro prospects, I wouldn't touch Dustin Crum, but Caleb Ellaby, I think, yeah. could be a guy. Um, and this offense, I mean, it was really good last year. It also only played like three games, which is troubling and why the... Uh, why the odds are, are so so low and why they, the the books are so low on this this team and we'll talk about their win total in a little bit but I'll tell you it's not high <laughs> yeah the, the, the preseason win total um but they Still are plus 1200 I mean yeah that's not bad yeah and that's, and, that's uh, really good action and and the, uh, the I think they're a top four team in the max certainly and I mean at that you, point you're just kind of making gambles on and the other thing is that the the Mac divisions I don't know how familiar you are with the <laughs> Intimately, yeah, the specific divisions in the MAC, but it's it's not like Kent State is in an especially hard division right now because uh, Lance Leopold's gone. Right. This would uh, this would not be a pick that I would make if he was still at Buffalo because they would win the East. But in the East right now, Akron not going to win the East. Mm, really bad. Bowling Green Worse. not going to win a game. Buffalo. I did. Uh, I should tease this real quick. I very nearly put Bowling Green over one and a half wins as my bet, though. Um, <laughs> they get uh, they play like Murray State, and yeah. they just like there's a bunch of other shitty teams in the MAC too. They could just yeah. be one of them at home. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, what it uh, they the the thing that would give me pause with that is that there's the only the second shittiest team in the MAC is Akron, and Akron beat the shit out of Bowling Green last year. <laughs> it was like what? the uh, two awful programs. Yeah, at least Akron has a coach that cares about being there. Like Scott Leffler does not want to be at Bowling Green. At least it's, it's an ethos, man. Yeah, man, it's it is uh, truly it is not good. Um, but also in that division, Buffalo, which I think is going to go like eight and four without Lance Leopold. Uh, Tough to say for me. And right with now. a lot of players transferring out, which is it sucks, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, Miami, which is fine. I don't know if it has the top end talent to keep up with Kent State's offense. Right. And Ohio, which also lost its coach. Yeah. In the off season, and it's the same team every year. <laughs> yeah, and so. I don't think it's impossible at all for Kent State to win that division, even if it's like eight and four. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, because they'll probably lose like two or three non-con games. And, yeah, 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 and then maybe one or two conference games. Kent State but, could win the division at seven and five. Yeah, I, I think that is a distinct possibility. Yeah. And then you just have to win one game. And like last year, we saw the MAC championship. I don't think Ball State was better than Buffalo, but right. Ball State won the game. By, and of course, a little know, little pro gambling advice here: if Kent State does, of course, make it to the conference championship game, you just hedge your bet by yeah. betting the other team. Yeah, not that hard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do it all the time. Yeah, but it's uh, you know, if you can get on that, I mean, I don't think it's hard at all to see them in the championship game. And no, if they're in the championship game, they've got the best offense in the league. I, it's it's sure it's one game. It's not a bad approach. And you know, they'll play off from there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But uh, I I don't I don't think that I don't think that's impossible at all. I think that this is being pretty significantly undervalued relative to uh, the other teams in the yeah. East. I mean, I wouldn't take any of those other teams in the East over Kent State right now. Yeah, and we will visit that, uh, revisit that team a little bit here. Yeah. Um, first, let's dive into do you, Patrick. Okay. How about those, that, those Miami Hurricanes? All right. Um, I took their win total at over nine and a half, and the odds of this are plus 185, which I was pretty happy with. Mm-hmm. Um, 
let's well, like a little trot through their schedule. Yeah, I'm pulling it up now as e- well. I, I know assume, that there's I know there's one game on here that yeah, is not great. Right. So you assume a week one loss to Bama, right? Yeah. Maybe they pull a shocker and you know Derek King, you know pulls the Willis Reed and you know Trevor returns to the field. Yeah. Probably not though. They yeah, lose so, Bama. So we're looking for ten and two here. They're playing App State. Mm-hmm. who is not the usual app state this year. They're not it, like a... It will still be well-coached and good in the trenches. But they but won't I, beat Miami. Yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't think they'll beat Miami. I don't think it's impossible, but I wouldn't I wouldn't predict it. They get um, Michigan State. I'm more sure of Miami beating <laughs> Michigan State than I am sure, of beating yeah, App Michigan State. App bad. State has coaches. Uh, they get Charleston Southern, easy win. They get yep. Virginia, easy win. Um, they get a bye week. They this go is, on the road in North Carolina. This is a friendly bye week. <laughs> it's a friendly bye week. Right before going on the road in North Carolina, again, who I think is going to kind of suck this year. Yeah, and hey, does Miami usually have good defensive linemen? Hmm. And does North Carolina have an offensive line or wide receivers? No. Hmm. 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 Or a running game to keep Sam Howell sort of... No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so basically, all they have to do, and just let me finish out the schedule here, they get NC State at home, at that's, Pitt, that's home a, against Georgia Tech, at Florida State, home against Virginia Tech, at Duke. Yeah, NC State's the only real losable if, if game. If you there. split with North Carolina and NC State, which yeah. is, you might win, you probably should win both games, Yeah, uh, you go, you hit the over. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 11-1, and one, right? Yeah. You've got room. <laughs> they, they have to lose all three of their toss-up games this year yeah. and, to, and, to not hit the bet. And maybe they, you know, maybe you throw in there a, a loss at Pitt or something stupid like that because Miami loves to do that. It is Halloween weekend yeah, as well. Yeah, or at Florida State. Or, I think Miami should commit to always making their players not be in Miami on Halloween weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they should play yeah. a road game every single yes. year. Yeah, probably not the worst <laughs> approach. Yeah, um, but I, I think that that, you know, you could maybe have one like that. Maybe Georgia Tech comes in and, and gives them a, a, a challenge, but even then, I don't think that they lose both of the North Carolina games. And, yeah, there's and no so, way. Like, I, I just, uh, it's I, very I, hard for me to see them getting to three losses. Yeah, and at, at plus what was it? Plus one eighty five. Like that's that's pretty good. It's really good value. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that's I think that's the best value we have on the board. Save for for no, that is the best value we have on the board yeah. except for the Mac winner. The the only concern here is just that you maybe get you know Deer King out for longer than you think, or yeah. gets re injured, which is sort of what you're betting right. against. Yeah, yeah. if, yeah. if Deer King is healthy all year, this hits easy. I think. Yeah. Um. Next up on mine, I cannot believe this number when I saw it. This was this was insane to me. We talked about this this team a little bit. We sure um, did earlier on in the uh in the year and and like i think this coach is going to get fired it's it's troy it's the troy trojans it's mm-hmm. um it, it's a bad situation out there i mean chip Lindsay is is not it's the guy i went to high school with who played our hockey team and just had a kid recently troy mcateer is who we're talking about <laughs> <That's right. laughs> shout out to him um but they are listed at uh minus 130 so not good odds but under 7.0 um, win for for win totals. I don't think they're going to win four games. Uh, <laughs> this is a bad team. This is a tough. This schedule. is a very bad team. It doesn't have a good quarterback, and it is it is a team that is I think essentially sit, quitting on its coach. I mean, these guys do not like Chip Lindsey. He's not doing a good job there. You know, if you have to, if you're looking for, if you are hunting for eight wins for, wins for this to not be at at worst a push here. Um, Southern is one. I see two easy wins in yeah. the schedule, and everything else is either a guaranteed loss or contested. Yeah, Southern is one to open the season. You're not beating Liberty in week Hell no, two. You're not, yeah. At Southern Miss is contested. I'll give them that one okay. because Southern Miss is in year one, but man, I don't feel great about it. Sure. Um, and I'm being generous here. At ULM, probably three. Right. right? Um, so they start out three and one. You're feeling yeah. good. At South Carolina. Loss. Yeah, they're not winning that game. 
Um, Georgia Southern will beat their ass. Home against Georgia Southern, I think if you're being absolutely generous, you can get this to four because Georgia Southern might be in trouble this year, but I don't I don't think they will be. Um, Texas State on the road. You're you're not gonna win all three of those road games. Right. Right? Like you just you aren't. You're gonna lose to either Southern Miss or Texas State. Or Georgia Southern, you can you can get a maximum of four out of those first six. Sure. At Coastal Carolina, no, mm, nope. Georgia or South Alabama at home, no. No. Um, Louisiana at home. For no. Ho- hey, for homecoming, why'd you guys do that? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, home against Appalachian State, no. Hmm. At Georgia State, no. Yeah. That is a maximum of four, and I'm being very, if you, if very you generous. Give them both Texas State and Georgia State. Yeah. Or one of Georgia State. I saw that. Like they have to win. Like that's six. And, and it's not even that. That's to push. They have yeah. to win at Texas State, home against Alabama, at Georgia State to push. Yeah. They're not going to. No, they're no. going under. Yeah, like the to to. That's a free money bet. Yeah, to lose this bet, they would have to beat Southern, Southern Miss, ULM, Georgia Southern. Texas State, South Alabama, Georgia State, and one more. They would have to beat one of App State, Louisiana, Coastal Carolina, South Carolina, and Liberty. No. The worst team that list is South Carolina, by the way. Yes. <laughs> that was the one that I thought was most likely. But there's no way in no, any scenario is, Troy is going into Columbia and beating them. No, and there's no way they're winning those seven games. Right. But, but no, this is this is silly. It's an this insane is, line. This is easy. Come on. Yeah, like, I can't believe this was on the board. This this feels this feels like feels taking, bad, yeah. taking candy from a baby. They have no good players. Mm, yeah, that this, does make it harder. It's not it's not great, and a coach that all of those bad players hate. <laughs> hmm, well, <laughs> you know, maybe next year. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of a coach that all of bad players hate, what's up next? We got those boys from Nebraska. <laughs> Let's talk about them, uh, Patrick. Any thoughts? Any thoughts for you on the fellows at Nebraska? Um, so you're going to have to sell me on this a tiny bit because yeah. I, I don't think the defense is going to be terrible. So I, let's talk with the bet first, right? Yeah. It's under six wins and the value is at plus 130. Not bad. Uh, it's not bad value. I'm pulling up their schedule right now. Yeah. Here's what I'm looking at. it. I'm looking at it as wins, losses, contested, right? Sure. I think they have two guaranteed wins on the table, maybe three. Okay. Um, there's your schedule. At Illinois, to me, that is a real toss-up. They lost to Illinois last year. Yeah, it's on the road. Illinois is breaking in a new coach and should be motivated. I mean, that I don't think that's a given. Yeah, I don't think it's a given. I mean, they, again, they lost this team at home last yeah. year. They're going to go on the road to play them. Yeah. Uh, they get Fordham and Buffalo at home. They win both of those games. Yeah. Buffalo, Although, they would have lost to if Lance Leopold was there. <laughs> certainly possible, yes. Yeah. Um, so I have them at 2-0-1 two and one with the O being losses and the 1 being a maybe. Yeah. They're losing to Oklahoma. Yeah. 2 one and one I'd say on the road at Sparty is a maybe. Sparty's not yeah, good, that's but that's fair. a toss-up. It's on the road. 2-1-2. Two, yeah. two, two. Northwestern at home. Northwestern is going to be really low this year, but that's, that's a much better coach team than Nebraska is. Yeah, I, I think it's another maybe. I, two, I think they yeah, I think they could win yeah. that, but it doesn't seem two one and three. Yeah, yeah, and also just to be generous to them, I'll call Michigan a maybe as well. They could okay. lose. They could beat Michigan. <laughs> sure. Uh, God, two, that would be hilarious. I mean, 2-1-4. and four, I'd call at Minnesota a loss. I don't think yeah. they have the offensive firepower to hang with Minnesota on the yeah, road. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. I mean, I think Minnesota and Michigan are roughly as good as each other. And if the game was at Michigan, I would not consider right. it maybe. <laughs> right. So two, two, and four. Yep. Going to their bye week, they get Purdue at home. I'd call Purdue a likely win. Yeah, that's fair. Three, two, and four. Ohio State, they're losing. Yeah, that's at home. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> three, three, and four. And they finish off the season at Wisconsin home against Iowa. Two more losses. Yeah, three, five, and four. So they right. have to win three of their four games. Yeah to push this bet. And what? Three of the four toss-up games. One of of those is a road game. 
and and two of those are are home against decent teams in Michigan and Northwestern, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that two road games, two home games. Yeah, that's uh, that's not great. No, <laughs> I mean I think they probably lose to Michigan, right? We I think it's safe yeah. to say that. If I, I think bet. I think there's a distinct possibility that they lose to one of Illinois and Michigan State. They're both on the road, and they would they would have to beat all three of Illinois, Michigan State, and Northwestern yeah. to uh to push this bet. Yeah, no, come on. To lose your money, you have to beat Michigan too. Yeah, you think they're beating Michigan? I don't. No, and like even if Northwestern is or, or Nebraska has improved this year, I, I would. How how much better can they get? Right, their quarterback can't throw the ball. He can't throw the ball down the field. Yeah, but they don't have a running back. This is a bet that I think is probably highly liable to push. Like yeah. there's a real chance of that, but yeah. I, it's not going to bust. You're not going. They're not going to win seven games. No. If you if you're worried about taking this one, then take Troy as well as insurance. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is especially at plus one thirty. I mean, all you need is one bad game, and I don't think it's even. Ha- I don't think it doesn't have to be that bad. Like I, I don't think that they would have to play that poorly to lose to Illinois. Yeah, I mean they have four built-in losses in the schedule. Yeah. essentially, right? You're betting they get at least two more. And yeah, I'm sure he can manage it. Yeah, I I, I am confident in Scott Frost's ability to, to fuck it up. Um, and you can even say five built-in losses if you like Minnesota. Yeah, I I think you. Have, I mean, it's on the road. That's yeah. not a, that's not a great place to have to play. It's going to be right. fucking cold. They're playing there on October on October sixteenth. It will be cold. Cold as hell. Yeah, yeah, like that is that is not that is not generous. All right, so we're back to you, Pat. Yeah, so I've got here at minus one thirty. So I'm not taking great odds here, but I I liked these picks enough to to. You just like G five teams with good quarterbacks. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's pretty similar, actually. Yeah, um, Nevada over seven point five at minus one thirty. Um, I think Nevada might win ten or eleven games. I mean, they have the best quarterback in the Mountain West, mm-hmm. um, at least in terms of most talented. Nick One St- of the top two quarterbacks yeah. in Mountain West. For Nick sure. Starkle might be a little bit more. Hank Bachmeyer as well. Hank Bachmeyer, yeah, but I, I, Starkle is a little bit better of a winner, I guess. Yeah, and Bachmeyer. When he's healthy, is good. But I think you could argue for all three of those guys, and of course, Tay yeah. Martell will be in the conference. Yeah, as well. absolutely, and he's going to go twelve and zero. Um, but you look at this Nevada schedule. I, I mean, seven and a half, man. That is not that is not that hard. This is not a very good conference. There's like three good teams in this league. Um, you start off at Cal, not great, not a super great way to start mm, a season. That's but probably I, a loss. That's probably a loss. But like beyond that, Idaho State on the road is a win. Sure, that's one, one and one. one. At Kansas State, I think they could take one of Cal or Kansas State. I'm willing to call that a toss-up. I, I, like I, I don't think that's impossible to win one of those games. Those yeah. are not great Power Five teams. Um, sure. At Boise, so there's there's your. That's um, a loss. I'll yeah. tell you right now. There's your three losses. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, there's not much else in the schedule. New Mexico State at home. If we are being as 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 rude as we possibly could, that's two and three. Hawaii at home, three and three. At Fresno State, I guess, man. But this Fresno State like team wasn't very good last year. Sure. And would need to take a pretty big step forward to be competing with one of the two best teams in the league. Right. Um, versus UNLV is a win. Versus San Jose When's State. When's the last time they lost to UNLV? I don't know. If I'm, they, I'm pointing that up right now. I don't now. know if they ever have. Um, they get San Jose State at home, which is a good place to get San Jose State. At San Diego State, I don't see it. Versus Air Force. And then at Colorado State. I think that at worst, that is 9-3. and three. Yeah, I, I, I'm not one to disagree with you on that at I, all. I don't see it's not quite as as clean as the mm-hmm. uh, the Troy one, but like I I mean, by the way, I was uh 
it's pretty far off on the uh, UNLV. Mm. Did they Nevada just do thing. it or something? Did they do it uh, like no, they beat it last year, but uh, they did in 2019 Oops. and 2018. Whoops. <laughs> uh, in fact, it's four and four in the last eight years. But um, <laughs> Nevada hasn't been great but in recent before seasons, that, though, it was an eight-game winning streak. Let's go. There yeah. we go. See, you were, you were on. You were just you know, yeah. a couple years away. Just a decade off. Yeah, yeah listen. <laughs> These things happen. We said that this podcast stopped experiencing thoughts in 2018, and that's true. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, big Dwayne Haskins guy over mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Big... Uh, <laughs> Big Zach Smith head. Mm, yep. um, but yeah, I, I think eight and four, nine and three is the worst case scenario here. And that's like if Carson Strong isn't very good, which he is, and he has pretty much all of his receivers back. I think they're going to be really good again. Yeah. Even if the defense isn't great, it's the Mountain West. It's not a very good league this year. The bottom half of the Mountain West is offering up free wins. You can just, you can oh, just yeah. take them. It's it the, uh, the bottom half of the Mountain West is maybe only worse. Like the, only, the only worst part of any league is like the bottom half of the Kusa. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because the, the Mac the, is also really shit. I don't know if the bottom half of the Mac is worse though. Like Central Michigan's not as bad as as, as yeah, but uh, Akron and Bowling Green are as bad as any team in the country. Sure, but that's that's the that's the very bottom. Bottom half would be Central Michigan, would be teams like that, Eastern Michigan, and I think both of those teams could go to bowl games. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that the worst of the Mac, NIU, Akron, and Bowling Green is dog shit. But I, I think the 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 two worst teams in the Mac may be the worst non non UMass teams in the country. Yeah, the the worst non UMass and UConn teams <laughs> in the country because I think UConn is also going Fair to be enough. dog shit. Um, but yeah, I, I don't I don't think over seven point five is is hard at all for for Nevada. I think that they could get to ten pretty easily. Cool. Um, let's bring up our next team which uh is my bet uh we are going with those boys in college station we're talking about texas a&m of course folks um let's see the bet here uh i'm taking over nine and a half at minus 125 on the win total for Mm -hmm. texas a&m honestly probably the odds are are not exactly where i thought they would be here I, i i would think that that would get even just because winning 10 games in the sec west is not an easy task yeah but listen to the schedule here yeah so Texas A&M gets Kent State at home. Easy win. I'd say, even despite Kent State's yeah. an easy win. At Colorado, home against New Mexico. A neutral site game against Arkansas. Home against Mississippi State. That's five wins. That's five wins, yes. Easily. Arkansas game might get maybe a little tight at one point, but they just, they're better at the same game that Arkansas is. Yep. Um, Alabama, even if you call that a loss, which I don't agree with, it's Alabama at home. Yeah. Even if you just chalk up that game as a loss. Yeah, we're, we're being pessimistic here for the sake of trying to show why our bets are good. Right. Yeah. Listen to the rest of the schedule after that. They get on the road at Missouri. They'll win that game. Six and one. South Carolina at home. Seven. Bye week on Halloween. Very smart. Yep. Home against Auburn. Eight. At Ole Miss. Nine. Yeah. Yeah. Even if they... Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Home against Ole Miss. Home against Prairie View A&M at ten. LSU. Yeah, ten it hits. Yeah. I mean, they would have to lose to Ole Miss and LSU. Right. That's those are the not only, gonna happen. There are three games that they could even consider losing on this yes. schedule, and they're not going to lose all three. Right. You're not going to lose to Ole Miss. And you think, I mean, LSU is not that good. Yeah, I, and I don't think that Ole Miss can speed them up in the way that they need to. Right. Texas A&M does not get sped up. Yeah, you, you yeah they really don't. Like, Alabama is the only team capable of doing that. And Ole Miss, uh, Ole Miss does not have Alabama linemen. Like, maybe Arkansas just kind of wins a bully game. I just don't see that happen. Like, maybe yeah. maybe they have a bad quarterback play early in the year and Arkansas, like, steals one. And yeah. that's what would have to happen for you to lose this bet. Yeah, the only other thing is, like, this this reads to me like, like they set this based on assuming that Auburn would be capable. And, and I don't think Auburn will be. Because a lot of fans will bet that way. Yeah, I don't think Auburn will be capable. And by the way, they'll also bet that LSU's capable, and they're not mm-hmm. either. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I don't really... 
yeah, I don't, I don't really know if this is a, if this is a great, if this is a, uh, a, a, there's a great argument against this. Yeah, it seems like an easy bet to me. The yeah, other, it's crazy how we keep finding these easy bets to make money on. Yeah, I almost, I wonder maybe if this is the, <laughs> uh, the, the, the folly of man, and perhaps <laughs> we are. <laughs> We're just going to Vegas, like and we just gotta put it all on black. There's no way it'll keep yeah, losing. Come on, I mean, come on, it's gotta yeah. hit sometime, and the odds are are in my favor if it does hit. Um, you gotta ride the hot hand. Yeah, exactly. There's no sort of fallacy. It's, have you ever seen? Um, <laughs> this is an incredibly old reference. Have you ever seen one of those early season episodes of South Park with the uh, like Native American tribe? Are you familiar with what I'm talking about? Uh, vaguely. Um, there's damn. What is the story? There, there's like a, a Native American casino is being built on South Park's land, basically. Sure. The idea is the Native Americans kicking off people from South Park. Yeah. And all of the parents um, somehow raise enough money at the casino, whatever, that they get a certain amount of money uh, and they go bet it in the casino to like double or triple their money or whatever because they get enough then to buy the town back. Yeah. And it hits on a roulette and they all go fucking crazy. Yeah. Everyone's celebrating. And then uh, they all, all the adults look around and they're like, well... We should probably ride the hot hand, right? You got to play it again. <laughs> and they put all the money to save the town back in, and uh, they lose it. Well, that sounds that sounds like a good episode. Of South yeah, Park. it's that, pretty funny. Yeah, that it's sounds like, a, and that was actually the end of the show. Which mm-hmm. I think is that was the last one. Um, I'm curious, just in just in the SEC world here, um, because there was news this last week that I think is important in the conference. Um, seems like Georgia's not in a great place. Oh man, Georgia is losing a fucking everybody, right? Yeah. Eric Gilbert's away from the team. Tyke Smith is out. Um, and, and Darnell no Washington, Darnell Washington has out. It, and he's out that for was, a little bit, right? That was their entire offense and also their best cornerback, right? Hmm. Who, hey, who do they play week one? Well, they also have Darian Kendrick, and yeah. they have uh, their corners are is Dar- Tyreek uh, or, or its name uh, Stevenson, right? Is, is still there? Is Darian Kendrick good? I mean, he's. I don't know, man. I watched that guy uh, in the playoffs, and he wasn't good then. I don't know who's going to... I mean, I don't know. He's fine. Yeah, he's good enough, I guess. What uh, he, what's the Georgia win total set at? Just as a... <laughs> I was looking at it. I think it's 10 and a half. <laughs> I didn't want to touch it, though. Because I think we could probably factor in a uh, a loss to Clemson. I have now definitely picked, flipped my pick and yeah. uh, would take Clemson to win that game. Yeah, because who's JT Daniels going to throw to? It's set at 10 and a half here, as I'm, as I'm seeing. Yeah. Um, just are they still have Kelly Ringo and Amir Speed? Yeah, uh, corner. The corner should be fine. I don't. I don't know if Clemson is going to kill them by scoring a ton on them. But who are they going to pass to? George Pickens is out, and now they don't have any tight ends. Well, they still have a uh, curious and uh, uh, what's the other one's name? Is uh, I mean do you, Jermaine Burton. Are you confident in their ability to scheme up an offense around two guys? No, I'm sure not. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if Clemson's going to be able to, like stop the run that well. Clemson's linebackers are awful. Yeah. Clemson's defense is not good, right? But I, I, I still, man. I mean, you lose. Kirby's smart. He just huddles the whole. He just just yeah. sugar huddle. But again, yeah. he's not smart, so he won't do that. Yeah, you lose to Clemson, and then you just have to lose to one of. See, that's the, that's the trick is you yeah. have to lose to one of UAB of the teams that are good here: UAB, Arkansas, Kentucky, Florida, Georgia Tech. That's not. I mean, there's just no way they lose a second game. I think. Yeah, that that is. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But I still don't want to take that bet just because no. they're Georgian and they could do it. Yeah, they absolutely they could lo- they could use they could lose to UAB in week two if they lose to Clemson. Oh no, they won't. They no. could absolutely no, do that. No, they're just you know how they don't do that. They just sit on UAB. Georgia doesn't lose to bad teams. UAB is not bad. I guess they did lose to South Carolina. Okay, besides South Carolina, they don't lose the bad teams. And surely, and no, they almost lost South Carolina. They actually no, they lose lost the to South Carolina. Okay. Yeah, they lost to South Carolina. Uh, oh, okay. And well, surely UAB isn't just a better version of South Carolina. Oh, I, look, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't think they'll do that twice in a row. I'll say that. I mean, they'll... Uh, 
Georgia will just beat the you know bad teams and lose yeah. to a good team. The way they don't I think do. that there is a distinct possibility, and this like, is this is the th- this is why you don't bet on this is because you'd have to be predicting this. I think there's a distinct possibility that Georgia loses to Clemson and like Zamir White quits the team. Like <laughs> I I think that they could absolutely lose that first game and most of the team just quits because yeah. that guy's a bad fucking coach. Hmm. Yep. I mean, like he, he has. I can't believe we got fooled into putting them in our top two in the preseason yeah. poll. Despicable. How do we do it? Yeah. How uh, did our guard you, down again? You had them one. You had them two, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I that's the this is the thing with Kirby is like you always hear the uh, like Ohio State reporters love to say like there you know there are a lot of teams that just accumulate talent but they don't get along right yeah. which I don't think is actually all that true. This is the team that does that. <laughs> there's a few of them. I think there's a few of them. Florida State's also another yeah, uh, another culprit yeah. here. But like this is the team where every single guy just wants to get to the NFL and it doesn't yeah. really care about like winning games in college. Auburn, or, Auburn, yeah, team like this. Auburn. yeah. Like Auburn or like Alabama doesn't have these issues, you know. Oklahoma doesn't have these issues, but right. like I think Georgia distinctly has these. Like it's sure. a fucking NFL team with a shitty NFL coach. Yep, pretty funny. They yeah. should hire Marty Schottenheimer or something. <laughs> they should hire Urban Meyer, <laughs> noted NFL coach. Um, um, well, anyway, don't bet on Georgia, I guess. Um, and do, do bet, bet on Texas. Yeah, do bet on Texas A&M, and also bet on going mm. back to the Big Ten here, going back to our roots, Purdue. Under 5.0. That famous thing everyone always tells you is good advice. Son, when you grow up, make sure you bet on Purdue. (laughs) Make sure you bet against Purdue. Um, This is at plus 105. Yeah, plus 105, under 5. I mean, that doesn't... Just just straight on as odds. I mean, this is not a 5-win team in terms of caliber, I don't think. Oh, This is not a 5-win schedule either. No, they've got Oregon State to start the season at home. I think they're, I mean, they they could absolutely lose that game. They have a bad defense, and Oregon State can run the football. Let's be as generous as possible this year. Sure, so so we'll give them Oregon State. Okay, we're giving them UConn. Two. They're losing Notre Dame. Yeah, they're not going to beat Notre Dame. We'll give them Illinois. Three. They're not going to beat Minnesota. Nope. They're They're, not beating Iowa on the road. They're not beating Wisconsin. They're not beating Nebraska on the road. Yeah. Maybe... Maybe Michigan State at home. Maybe. And then they go Iowa, at Iowa State. Or I'm Ohio sorry, State. at Ohio State, at Northwestern, Indiana. No. <laughs> In their best case scenario, if four. they win three toss-up games, they will get four wins. I think this team could go 1-11. I yeah. think this is a bad football team. Yeah. Like, great, you have three good receivers. You have no quarterback to throw them to. To, to throw to them and your co- your coach can't Damn. scheme it up. You just got to bet they have to beat five out of Northwestern, Michigan State, Nebraska, Illinois, Yukon, Oregon State. That's like... That's to push. Yeah. <laughs> no, come on. Yeah, no. there's no way. <laughs> this is not... And this is plus 105. Damn, I actually want to put money in this now. Yeah. I don't know if I'm actually going to put money in any of these bets, but I will be putting money on Purdue. Yeah, man. That is just... That is so shitty. That is so distinctly... Just... It is a bad football team. There's nothing good here. Yeah, they have de- they have two receivers that can't get the ball to them. Come on, no. What's uh What's next here? Um. Yeah, we got uh UCF. We I am okay. betting against Gus Malzahn. <laughs> uh, it is a nine and a half win total. I'm taking the under at minus one twenty five. Yep. Um, look, here's all I have to say with the schedule. They play Boise State. They play at Cincinnati. They play at SMU. It's yep. going under. Yeah, and this they're not is, beating those three teams. You are betting, I think, as much against UCF as you are on the AAC, which should have at least three good teams in it, like right. you said. And they play all of them. Yeah, here, here's the full schedule. 
Boise at home, they're losing that game. Yeah, no, they're yeah. not going to beat Boise. This, this is even a Boise with a new coach. It's a better infrastructure. Yes. UCF is built on a fucking, like... It's a house of cards, Yeah, it, their stadium is named the Bounce House. It is literally the... They are built on the fucking Bounce House. And by the way, Gus Malzahn's doing... Like, or, I'm sorry, rather, UCF is doing the thing you tell every good G5 program not to do, uh-huh. where they're hiring a retread P5 coach, and they're taking a bunch of retread P5 burnouts yeah. to come to their program. yeah. That never works. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't work, guys. It, it has never, ever, ever, it, ever, ever worked. The only way to do it, and this is not even this is not hiring a retread, yeah. is to if you're going to bring in those guys, those transfers, is that you have to one pick and choose. You cannot just build an entire team out of these guys. He took like ten of them. Yeah, you cannot build your entire <laughs> defense out of fucking Big Cat Bryant. There, some of them are not going to gel. It won't work. Miami tried this a couple years ago and it didn't work. Like it is. Do you remember that when Miami yeah, yeah, was transferred sure. and they went like seven and six? Yeah, because, because none of their players got along. Right. Um, and but, there's no chemistry. You have to build the whole yeah, team in you know yeah. fourteen practices. Yeah. Weird how our scheme doesn't work when we're basing it off of you know three games of college. Yeah. We'll watch this guy, but the the only way to do this is in the way that like San Jose State did, where it already had a culture, it had already had a coach for a couple years, and you had like four or five guys. Yeah, yeah, who built in his his pieces and then said. We need a quarterback who can manage this. Mm-hmm. Let's go grab Nick Starkle. Right. We need a you know we need a, a top end freaky athlete receiver that can't get into school anywhere else. Let's go grab a JUCO guy. Yeah, you know, pop him into the lineup. You can go get your top end as a G five. Go get your top top end elite talent guys at positions that are not of need, so that if they fuck up, you don't need them. Right. right? But if they hit, then great. You have a six foot four guy who runs a four or five. Yeah. Um, but you cannot build the you can't build the whole plane out of these guys because some of them will not hit. And so like UCF is relying way too heavily on guys that it cannot it absolutely cannot trust to to be relied upon. And, and by the way, even if he didn't do all of this, he doesn't know how to coach a good quarterback. Yeah. He has a good quarterback and he's gonna make him run the ball instead of throwing it. He's and, gonna get hurt. Yeah, and Dylan Gabriel's not a great runner. <laughs> yeah. He's just gonna break Dylan Gabriel. Like yeah, in two he's weeks. Fine. Yeah, he's he's a fine runner. Yeah. But, and who's he have behind him? Who did he get did he get uh Oh, they've just brought in Joey Gatewood, who's also sure, not a good just, runner. You know he's gonna be he was committed to Auburn for like nine years before he went to te- uh, yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. You know he's just gonna put in Joey Gatewood in like week three after he gets Dylan Gabriel hurt. Yeah. Joey Gatewood, who also isn't a good runner right. and is the exact same well, fucking. Gatewood's at least big. He's yeah. big as shit, but yeah. um it's terrible. It's yeah. it's terrible. Yeah, this is... Um, this anyway, is, here's, here's this the schedule. This is a stupid we should, idea. Yeah, we should go yeah. to the schedule. Uh, Boise State at home, no. loss. Bethune-Cookman win at Louisville. That might be a loss. That's a yeah, toss-up that, game. That could absolutely be a loss. I think that both programs have deeply bad fits for their their, yes. their team right now. Tell you what, they could lose at Navy. No. No, okay, this fine, Navy team fine, is dog shit. Fine, no. fine. Two, one, and one. Yep. They'll beat East Carolina at home. Yeah. They'll lose at Cincinnati. Three, two, and one. Mm-hmm. Memphis is certainly a toss-up. I would yeah. probably lean towards Memphis, even though I don't like either coach. Three, two, and two. Yep. At Temple's a win, four, two, and two. Tulane at home is a win, five, two, and two. Mm. At SMU is a loss. Tulane has a good quarterback. <laughs> They're not. They don't lose to Tulane. Mm. I'm not. I'm. I, listen. I'm. I hate UCF. <laughs> Co- coaching battle. I don't know if I'm giving it to Gus. Regardless, they'll lose at uh, SMU. Sure. Five, three, and two. Uh, they'll beat UConn six three and two. They'll beat USF seven three and two. Find me three more wins here, folks. Three more wins to go over. <laughs> Come on! Even if they win both of the toss ups, Memphis and, and Louisville, right? They have to, you know, you beat still one have of to... Boise, Cincinnati, or SMU. They're not beating. Let's just cross that off the list. No, you got to beat and one of SMU or Boise, and you're not SMU's doing it. SMU's on the road. Yeah. 
you're not it's it you have to beat Boise and this is going to be the th- one of the three weeks where Boise has healthy Hank yeah, Bachmeyer. Yeah. <laughs> like no you're not going to beat and Boise. George Alani right yeah, yeah yeah George Alani's back they have a coach who can coach the defense who I think is better than the last coach I think Andy Avalos is better than than um Brian Harson sure like just because Brian Harson's not very good um I will say if they win this game I start to sweat a little bit but they sure. won't yeah and and even then I mean they could absolutely lose to to what Louisville yeah, they could absolutely lose to Memphis, to Tulane. Yes. <laughs> you know, like that's not the UCF sucks and Gus Malzahn's stupid. Yeah, that... <laughs> <laughs> clip that. <laughs> Look, that's our rationale. <laughs> UCF sucks and Gus Malzahn's dumber than a bag of hammers. Yeah, like, what do you want to yeah. say? <laughs> come on, folks. He thinks it's 2011. Yeah, come on, man. Um, yeah, I mean... When's the last time he had a good offense? They're not going to win 10 games. Yeah. Come on. No. He had Tank Bixby and he couldn't do dick. This is... this. Yeah, this is silly. This Tank is, Bixby is on UCF. I don't see him. Yeah, no. He's not there. He ain't walked through that door. Mm-mm. And the best athletes that they had that were kind of comparable to Tank Bixby are gone. Yeah. And Josh Heupel didn't recruit anymore. No, he's bad he at recruiting. For, he forgot to. Some other guy who sucks and is dumb. <laughs> speaking, speaking of guys that have rocks in their skull. <laughs> okay, do you want to do your... Uh, yeah, I'll do my last one here. Yep. I'm going back to the Mac, baby. Um, Western God. Michigan. Western you Michigan. Have- I... I, I t- <laughs> <laughs> I have four G five. The only P five team you're betting on is Purdue. <laughs> you're a sick, sick think, man. Listen, I think it's a market inefficiency. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. Um, Western Michigan has the best quarterback in the conference, like in in terms of sheer talent. Caleb Ellaby. I, I like Justin Crum better, but I Caleb Ellaby is the most talented quarterback in the conference. You're allowed to have your opinion. Also brings back Sky Moore, <laughs> who I think is probably the best receiver in the conference. Sky Moore, Yinzer King. Shout that's out to him. that's right. Um, and the line here is six, and it's even. I don't think it's hard to see this team going eight and four, right? I mean, they're going to beat Michigan week one. So Obviously, that, yeah. yeah. So lose to Michigan, but then... But actually, what if they beat Michigan week one? <laughs> I mean, hey, it's not like Michigan has bad cornerbacks or anything. Could you imagine if Michigan like starts out the season uh, losing... You know, Western Michigan at home, then losing to Washington, and then NIU is, you know, really bad, but what if they lose to Rutgers? <laughs> I think they could lose to Rutgers. I think they could start the season one and five. You're hearing it more and more. I think the funniest possible outcome is Michigan starting the season one and five, firing Jim Harbaugh, promoting Josh Gaddis, and then Josh Gaddis keeping Ohio State out of the playoff. That would be, I can even say as an Ohio State fan, that would be tremendously funny. <laughs> But they'd also then hire Josh Gaddis, who proceeded to never yes. win more than four yeah, games so a you're, year. So you're fine. You're, yeah. you're feeling good. But I do think like that would be the funniest thing that has ever happened. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh gets fired and like a two and nine Michigan team beats well, Ohio State. The funniest thing that's ever happened. Josh Gaddis coordinated an offense. But um, Unreal. Good Lord. This man's racist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Move on. Find a, find a new slant. Um, Illinois State's a win in week two. At Pitt. Ryan. Hmm. Could they beat Pitt? <laughs> Um, it's certainly possible they could beat Pitt. Uh, I don't think it's likely, just because Pitt's gonna get a pass rush. Yeah. But uh, are you betting on Pat Narduzzi in a game that like gets weird? No, I'm not. No, not really. Are you I, betting on Kenny Pickett to throw a football? I don't think that it is impossible that they beat one of these these two, Pitt or Michigan. I think it's unlikely, but I think I, I don't agree think it's, it's impossible. Not, I, I agree it's not impossible. I put the odds under ten percent. Yeah. Um. So Illinois State to win. San Jose State at home. I think they can win. 
Um, they should win. Yeah. That that doesn't seem impossible to me. This yeah, is not. It's taking a step, taking a step back. Sure. This is not the same. Yeah, this is yeah, not yeah. the same San Jose. Honestly, that team last year was like a little bit fluky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I loved the story. Oh, I thought yes. it was very funny. The the you know posting how bizarre. Oh, it's with so the Boise good. State. I watched that yesterday. It's so it's much still fun. <laughs> one of the best videos in college football in a long, long time. <laughs> they they really they uh they 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 got the they got the joke. They got the game. Yes, <laughs> they, yes. Like you gotta have. I love the um also the replies to that where it's like act like you've been there before it's like they haven't they have never been there before <laughs> and it's funny it's and like, fucking funny and a bunch of like freaks from Boise were talking yeah. shit to him that's great they yeah. should talk shit back yeah wow well, uh, yeah. <laughs> guess yeah. you should have tried winning sorry um, <laughs> um, I will say though uh, that's one of my favorite college football videos one of the other ones and it's a completely different tone mm-hmm. but uh I actually I I unironically use say pump up video before I go to the gym sometimes. Okay. Uh, are you familiar with the uh, the Bama video of the next man on the schedule? You, you know have you've told me about this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I found the clip recently, but it's like laid over with audio. It's pretty bad. It's but yeah. uh, it still works. Yeah, we love that. Um, next up here at Buffalo, I think they could win that game. I don't think they would have with Lance Leopold, but I mean, Buffalo is not talented. <laughs> yeah, they, they got marks. That's yeah. about it. Um, Ball State at home. I think they win one of Buffalo or Ball State. So you sure. get three. So you have a three and two. Yeah. Or three and three. Sorry. Three yeah. and three. Um, Kent State at home. Mm, mm, I mean, it's going to be a shootout. I got to tell you, Patrick, you're not doing a great job of selling me so listen, far. Listen, listen, listen. They just, they just got to get to six. And let me tell you what the last four games are. Central Michigan at home, Akron at home, at Eastern Michigan, NIU at home. That's, that's, I agree they probably win those four. That is at least four wins. <laughs> so they probably get to like seven and five. I think that they can get to seven and five because I think that they have the best quarterback in the league. But there are scenarios here where I see them. They could easily lose at Michigan, at Pitt, to San Jose State, at Buffalo, Ball State, Kent State, at Toledo. Like they could lose, like they can go one in what, six to start the season and have to like win out to push. Like, that's a, like I'm not saying it's likely, but it's a scenario. I don't know if they're that bad, man. I don't know if the floor is that low. Oh, that's one. That'd be uh, one in seven, by the way. I don't think they're that bad, but I mean, those games are almost all toss-ups. Like they, they, they probably win at least yeah, two and of if them. They're all toss, if they're all toss-ups, I think they get at least two, especially because... Sure. Oh, I agree with you. Yeah. I, I think it's a fair enough bet. I'm not criticizing yeah. the bet. When I think we, worst case scenario pushes. But. Sure. I, and I think that when you're doing a toss-up like that, one of the one of the best things that you can have is the best quarterback in the game. Sure. And they have the best quarterback against Michigan, Illinois State, Pitt, San Jose State, Buffalo, Ball State, Kent State, Toledo. Mm, no. Okay, Ball, Ball State, <laughs> Toledo, Central Michigan, Akron, Eastern Michigan, and NIU. Yeah, in 11 and 12 games, they're yeah. the best quarterback in the field. Yeah. <laughs> That'll yeah, help. I agree. I agree. That, I mean, that, that's, uh, that was enough to get Sam. Although it's interesting, you would disrespect Kenny Pickett wearing a Pitt Panther shirt right now. I am wearing a Pitt Panther shirt. I see Panther the kind of guy shirt. you are. Yeah, yeah. You're a duplicitous, yellow-bellied <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're a coward and a thief. Uh, what a stupid show. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, we saw San Jose State got to the conference championship last year by having the best quarterback in most games that it played. Yeah, it is not a. I mean, I just saw they jo- weren't ass, my dude. No, they were not. And I'm like, the thousandth guy to make that joke. Bro. Yeah, exactly. And like, I don't think that Kent State getting over over six is that much more realistic than Western Michigan getting over six. Like they feel like pretty similar teams, you know? Yeah. I think Western Michigan has a better defense. It has a, it, it, the offense is not on that level, but this is a pretty well-rounded team. And I just don't see a well-rounded team not making a bowl game in this. Conference. You said a well-rounded. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> Listen, this is a, uh, what's the fucking, this is a pro bullying zone. Yeah. What podcast. is the, uh, ad hominem? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, let's just say, for example, um, <laughs> if I were to take your argument seriously. <laughs> what's your last one Let's just here? suppose, for a minute, if Gospel Zod were a good coach. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> I can do that voice. All right. Day. Okay, all right. Okay, my uh, final bet. Um, uh, let me be clear. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm taking an easy I'm taking an easy shoot on this one. I'm okay. betting against Justin Fuente, the thing we all love to do. As opposed to the rest of this where we were taking hard picks that were not extremely obvious or anything um, like that. Virginia Tech's win total is 7.0. If you go under, it's plus 130. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Here's their schedule, Patrick. Just identify the wins here for me. No. They get North Carolina at home. I don't want North Carolina, but they're going to lose that game. Yeah. That's 0-1-0, right? 0-1-0. I like that we can change North Carolina based on our own sort of desires. <laughs> I mean, I don't think North Carolina is good. I think they're a hell of a lot better than Virginia yeah, I Tech. Don't, I don't think they can lose to Virginia I think Tech, they're clearly like in tier three of the ACC, which yeah. is like the fifth best team, but yeah. still. Anyway, sure. yeah. anyway. Um, 0-1-0, Middle Tennessee's a win, 1-1-0. At West Virginia, that's a toss-up, I'd say. I think West Virginia's probably better, but I'm not willing to bet a lot of money on that. Okay. So, 1-1-1. One, one, one. They'll beat Richmond. 2-1-1. One, one. They'll lose Notre Dame. That's 2-2-1. Two, two, they get pit at home. That's a toss-up. Okay. Yeah. 2-2-2. Two, two, two. This is very inconvenient. There should be some more separation here soon. <laughs> uh, they'll beat Syracuse. Look at them, Syracuse. Yeah. 3-2-2. Two, two. At Georgia Tech. That is not a gimme. That's a toss-up game. No, that's not friendly. 3-2-3. Three, three. At Boston College. I think they lose that game straight up. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Three, three, and three. They'll beat Duke four, three, and three. At Miami's a loss four, four, and three. At Virginia is a toss up. Mm-hmm. So four wins, four losses, four toss ups. <laughs> You're telling me they have to win four games for me to lose this bet? Yeah, I just win all four of the toss ups. Have to win three of them to push. Yeah, no, they're not going to do that. <laughs> they're not. They're not going to do that. They're, he's going to get fired. Yeah, they're not going to. They're not going to win all four times. I think they might win five games this year. Yeah, that seems like a distinct possibility. I mean, who's their quarterback? Isn't it Braxton Burmeister? Some loser. Yeah, like it sucks. <laughs> Hendon Hooker's been there for nineteen years. He's not there anymore. He's no, at Tennessee. It's, uh, oh man. Yes, yeah, Braxton Burmeister. He still has eligibility left. Yeah, that's he's, crazy. He's at Tennessee. Him, him, and uh, one other guy who who's been around forever. Who's the they're other? Still kid? playing Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, uh, that's right. Joe Milton. Joe Milton's at Tennessee. Oh, yeah. What a stupid program. <laughs> what a deeply stupid program. Josh Heibel sucks and he's dumb. Damn, Simon just scared the shit out of me too. This cat just fucking walked up on me. Unreal. Do you need the do you need the gun? <laughs> no, he's staying down there All for right. now. But All right. He just like put his paw on my hand. Yeah, like he'll, was, <laughs> he'll do that. <laughs> damn, I, I was a little shook. Um, anyway, uh, oh man, he just Patrick just got Simon directly in the face of the spray bottle. Just absolutely brutal. <laughs> Just a savage act of unfriendliness. Um, <laughs> a disgusting act. He's running away. He's getting out of here. Um, oh, man. Anyway, so those are our, those are yeah, our five they're, bets. They're all perfect. Yep, they're all perfect. You want to make a lot of money, just parlay all of them. We'll hit all for sure. Yeah. All right, um, let's let's roll through our pod picks here real quick, and then we're going to do a tasting menu for uh, for week zero. Yeah. Um. So we made five picks. Let's. Yeah, so, so we made five picks that we sort of agree on as a show. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like we agree on most of these as well, but these are the ones that we really fucking agree on. Yeah, these are the locked-in, yeah. uh, stone-cold pipe lock of the century of the week uh, of the year. All right. Um, so, <laughs> first all up... All of the stone-cold pipe lock of the century of the week of the year. Yeah, Okay. Um, first up, you're here. not going to play along with this at all. Absolutely, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> These picks are the stone cold <laughs> pipe lock of the century of the week of the year. 
Okay. <laughs> First up. <laughs> if you're following along at home, tweet to us. Hashtag Stone Cold Pipe Lock of the Week of the Century of the Year. Oh, fuck. Of the Century of the Week of the Year. Hashtag Stone Cold Pipe Lock of the Century oh, of the Week man. of the Year. Folks, these picks are hot. <laughs> Hashtag Bama Loki Trash. <laughs> uh, okay. For, first up here, we have Louisiana. I don't know if we need to explain this team a ton anymore. The the line is is it's over nine point five. Yeah, fine. Uh, plus two one losses, yeah. let alone three. Plus one hundred five. If we are absolutely hunting for losses here at Texas versus App State at Liberty at Liberty, those are only three contested games all season. They're not going to lose all three. No. 9.5. Guys, they're not going to lose all three. No. They're going to win both of the, they're going to win all three of those games. This is what we in the business, the biz, call easy money. This is what we in the business call a stone cold <laughs> <laughs> stone cold pipe lock of the century of the week of the year. Um yeah, no, come on. I'm it's plus 105. What are we doing here? Yeah, that's easy. The, what what is the what this is shit the bet? easy for me, bro? Is the bet here that, that like South Carolina realizes that it's made a mistake and hires Billy Napier in week 6? <laughs> God, these guys fucking suck, dude. This, these, is, this these, is stupid. These casinos, they, they're trash. Yeah, what are these casinos doing? Are they not trying to make more? Come on. Um, next up, I don't think we even really need to talk about this one. We've talked about these teams quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> NC State. What's the line, Patrick? Read this insane line. Over 6.0. Six? They might Grant, win nine games. Granted. Win 10 games. Granted. The line is minus 220. <laughs> That's true. That is true. I would bet minus, I would bet over seven, too. Yeah. I here's, mean, here's the schedule. USF at Mississippi State, Furman, Clemson, first loss, three and one. Louisiana Tech, four and one. At Boston College, five and one. Yeah. Let's be rude to them. At Miami, loss, yeah. five and two. The rest of the series, the rest of the season. Louisville at Florida State, at Wake, Syracuse, North Carolina. Ten. They might, <laughs> like, it, in their worst case scenario. Nine and three. Even if they lose to at Boston College, too. Eight and four. They're eight and four. They're not, they're, I would take over eight here. I would probably take over eight too. Comfortably. Yeah, if it was like plus one twenty, I'd take over eight as well. Yes. This is yeah, this is like you're not gonna make a ton from it, but this is like you you could you are making more from this than you would be putting it in like an investment portfolio. <laughs> yes. It's just uh, put four hundred in this. Put all of the money in your bank account on yeah. this that you don't need to spend right now. Yeah, come on. And put, give the rest of it to me. Yeah, put it on NC State. Trust Dave Doran. <laughs> Listen, it's Dave Doran and Tim Beck. You cannot go wrong betting on this team. And they haven't had any bad injury luck with quarterbacks no, it's recently going great. or anything like that. <laughs> it's going great. Um, yeah, they're going to win. They're going to win nine games. They're going to win ten games. What yeah. are we doing here? They're going to win eleven games. They might yeah. win the national title. They're going to win twelve games. <laughs> they're going to the playoff. Clemson low key trash. Clemson low key um, trash. Bama low key trash. Yeah. Ohio State. No, no comment. They're good. They're no, good. Yeah. No comment. That's right. Good boy. <laughs> Um, next up, another, I mean, the exact opposite P-U, program. Yeah, these guys stink. These guys are terrible. Um, Stanford. Stan- the most bo- we talk about boring teams that are miserable to watch. Maybe yeah. the most boring team in college football. Stanford under 4.0 at plus 105 here. Um, there are not four wins on this schedule, man. It, Kansas State at home, no. Why at, do they schedule like this? I don't know. At USC, no. At Vanderbilt, maybe. Maybe one. Versus UCLA, they no. They can maybe beat Kansas State. I would give them a chance to beat Kansas State. I, I wouldn't bet so on it. Two at the most already. Yes. Versus Oregon, no. At Arizona State, no. No. Washington State on the road, maybe. Yeah. They might split the Washington State-Oregon State games. Maybe when, once we get to it. But, but yeah, they're yeah. both on the road, and they would also have to beat both of Kansas State and Vanderbilt. Right. And also, yeah. Um, 
Washington at home, no. Utah at home, no. At Oregon State, toss up. Versus Cal at home, no. Toss up, yeah, maybe. Notre Dame at home, no. I think there are zero guaranteed wins on the schedule. <laughs> yeah, they did. They don't play a G five team. There are zero guaranteed wins, seven losses, five toss ups. Yeah, this no. They have to win all five for you to go bust in this bet. This is not. They're not going to. Yeah, they're just. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have anything. It ain't gonna happen. They've got nothing going on out here. This is a dog shit program. These guys get, suck. Get them out of here. Go back to making little tech inventions. How about that? How do you guys go back to making little apps? Go back to making. Uh, why don't you go make a little app? Why don't you guys go make Gawker go out of business? You make, again? You make a little app. What are we doing here? You make a little app. Next Shut up. Shut up. Next up. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of our face, nerd. <laughs> um, SMU over six point minus one twenty five. This might be the most egregious one on the board. It is what the fuck are we doing? What? Free money. It's a free money bet. The first three games of the season, Abilene Christian, North Texas, Louisiana Tech. That's three. They have to get four more wins in the rest of the year. Yeah. And then they also play USF and Navy. They're going to start five and one. Guaranteed. It's done. They're not going (laughs) to lose one of those games. They might lose at TCU. Maybe. I I think... I think they're better than TCU. I do way. too. They have better receivers. Yeah, and especially when your whole thing is like being the school in Dallas, it yeah. really behooves you to beat TCU. Yeah, it's not like they have to go far away. <laughs> they're going at TCU. It's not like it's going to be that far. Yeah. Um, then it's at Navy, which is a win, as I mentioned. So right there, Navy, USF, Louisiana Tech, North Texas, Abilene Christian. That's five. Mm-hmm. Tulane at home, win, six. At Houston, they're not losing to Houston, seven. No. At Memphis, win, eight. Toss up, but I think it's a win too. UCF at home, nine. Yeah. At Cincinnati, they're losing. Tulsa at home. I think they have one guaranteed loss in the schedule and maybe three toss ups. Yeah. Which is at worst eight and four. And if they, yeah. At the absolute worst eight and four. If they lose all their toss ups and their guaranteed loss, they go over by two wins. Yeah. This this feels to me like a, a projection that was based on the fact that their quarterback is gone, you know, Shane Bouchelle. Right. But Preston Stone's a four star. He's better than Shane Bouchelle. He's just as good at least. He's yeah. a more talented passer, if nothing yeah. else. Yeah. And uh Sonny Dykes is pretty good at making it easy on quarterbacks, as evidenced by the fact that Shane Bouchelle was good in this offense. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, this, the guy like, who couldn't beat Sam Ellinger was good in this offense. Yeah, and, and, and who couldn't throw the ball on on comebacks. He could not hit far far field comebacks. Like Yeah, but they have the best receivers in the conference. Yeah, like but I'm I'm saying that like, he was short. Oh, right, right. No, that's <laughs> like, what I'm yeah. saying is like even if you're your whole thing, like with a lot of these teams, people talk about this stuff like Oh, it's a brand new quarterback. We can't know until we see him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But if you have a really good O line, like they do, and yeah. the best receivers in your conference, and like one of they the do, best running backs in the conference, right? Then like, he's, they're not going to ask him to do that much, no, man. Like, no, it's he's he has to throw drag routes and slants, which he's not going to miss, and then go routes, which he has Reb- Reggie Roberson running. And again, under. by the way, even if he loses them all three of the toss ups, they still go over by two wins. Yeah, I would. I might actually put actual money on this. This is yes. I I when I wrote my preview of SMU, I thought they would go like ten and two or 11 and one yeah, they're really good yeah <laughs> they're a really good team they might only lose Cincinnati the whole season this is like maybe the second most purely talented g5 team like louisiana's up there but like coastal's not that talented they're just really good right but like cincinnati's the most talented but memphis SMU, memphis i guess man i mean it's close it's, cl- it's reasonable they don't to have, say that though. they don't have the skill guys like they used to yeah yeah ucf still pretty even despite yeah, the hypolaris, yeah, there's a lot of talent. Yeah, also, but like but SMU, they're in the I mean, conversation. These three receivers are absolutely nasty. Ulysses Bennett, Bentley is nasty. They even have good defenders. They have like legitimately interesting defenders right. in a Jim Levitt defense. He's good right. at this. 
Yeah, is I mean, what he does. They won more than six games with two not on the schedule last year. <laughs> like they won seven games last year, only playing ten. Yeah. Just, they won 10 games the year before that. And I think this team's going to be better because it's going to have Reggie Roberson for the whole season. Right. I, Ho- hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. We're not God, work. God, hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, they're going to win. They're going to win nine or 10. Yeah, you out of here, bums. Um, this is SMU, NC State are doing the uh, the handshake meme. Mm-hmm. With the, <laughs> the, the big. Uh, yes. Yeah, the these, big are our, these are our, our squads. Yeah. Um, last one here. Kent State over five and a half. We don't need to go through the schedule Kent again. Reed, Kent right, Kent State. But they're going to... Kent lose. I mean, they're in the East. It's the easier of the two divisions. That's at least, what, four or five conference wins just off of that. Sure. And then you just have to win one, one, or, two, one or two cross-divisionals. Yeah. And, and you play VMI, and, by the way. Yeah. It's, it's, come on. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> easy. It's easy money. Come on. And this is at minus 105. Um, SMU oh. is minus 125. I don't know if I mentioned that. But yeah, I think that this is. I think these are fifteen correct bets. I think we might as well just parlay all of them and see what happens. Unironically, let's. Dude. You, I want you to start talking with the tasty menu. I'm gonna pull up the parlay calculator to see what it would be like if we hit on all of these bets. We would make like fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> well, unfortunately, this has been the last episode of the show because we've realized our new money-making venture. Yeah, that classic amount of money you retire on, uh, fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> That's a, that's a small fortune for me. Um, I am I'm putting all these bets in. Hang on. Okay. Uh, all right. You, you, yeah, you, I'm, I'm going to start the tasting menu here. So we're going to do these. We're not going to call them the tasting menu long term because that is a I believe that is copyrighted property of a different podcast. But never heard um, of them. Yeah, never heard of them. But this is our sort of what you should watch each week. Um, usually we're going to have a main street, main screen, second screen, keep an eye on picks here. Um, one for each time window, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this week, because there are, or for the, the week zero games, because there are not really massive overlaps, there are only a couple games happening. Um, main screen, main screen is serving as the games that you should watch. Second screen as the games that if you're, you know, really looking for something you could watch. Um, keep an eye on as like the, Man, if you were just like you really need some college football and you're not really super picky, maybe you want to see one good team or maybe you want to just watch something. Um, but there are uh, we have let's see, we have eight picks here, two in main screen, three in each of the last two, including one that's not on TV that I will explain when we get to it. Um, hmm, but Patrick, yeah, what's up? I've read some numbers. Okay, if we only do our G5 bets. Actually, let's do this real quick. Okay. Let's just be more realistic here. I'm going to take out the Kent State winning the MAC bet and place it there with their win total. <laughs> if we put ten dollars down on just our G5 bets, all the parlay, yeah, uh, and we hit it, win totals will be sixteen hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> Ryan, I'll send you five dollars on the podcast. Ends. That's pretty interesting, Patrick. That's pretty interesting. Uh, while you, I'll, I'll I'll set up the rest of the tasting menu while you plug the rest of the picks in just to see what we're. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, the calculator I'm using wants to do eight at a time, so uh, I'll be checking the cowardly. G5 ones yeah. next. Cowardly. Um, but first up you here, keep ta- you just do yeah. the rest of the podcast. Sure. I'll be over here yeah, typing yeah. away. <laughs> Ryan is trying to see if we can make some money off of our knowledge. <laughs> um, this is, I mean, they say it's a knowledge-based economy. <laughs> Here we are. Um, first up on the main screen here at 1 p.m. on Fox. I was hesitant to put this on here, but it's the only P5 game on the list, and so I, I feel like it was necessary. Um, Nebraska at Illinois. So, as I said, 1 p.m. on Fox. You are unfortunately going to have to watch Fox to watch this game, mm-hmm. which is just a miserable 
viewing experience. Yeah, it'd be cool if they had Jeff Foxworthy on the mm. broadcast. Okay, it'd be cool if they had Clay Travis on the broadcast, <laughs> which they're doing, it seems. Uh, Are they we, actually? Yeah, they're bringing him along as the, uh, he's part of their game day now. Hmm, you hate he's, to see that. He's got that. like a fucking bus tour. That's a real bummer. <laughs> I think it's so cool that Fox, like, had the it had had such an easy lane to the bucket of like ESPN has been dog shit for like ten years now. People absolutely hate ESPN. They want anything else. And Fox is like, uh, do you want Joel Klatt? <laughs> do you want Matt Leinart and Urban Meyer? Uh, by the way, I just ran the numbers. Both of those bets come out to basically the exact same payout. If oh. we if we put ten dollars mm. each on a G five parlay and a P five parlay, and we hit both, mm. we would make thirty three hundred dollars. <laughs> Something on a twenty dollar bet, something to think about. It's certainly something to consider. Could you imagine what we would, we would have to? The last of the bets we would have to listen, we would have to watch live on the podcast so that people can hear us losing our oh minds. Oh my god! <laughs> and we lose on your dumb little Dustin Chrome fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. But I do really feel good about all of these bets. Yeah, I, I mm. <laughs> something to think about, dude. That could be kind of a fun bit on the show. Is like we've got this insane parlay going. <laughs> We'll be talking to a bookie here momentarily. <laughs> um, but main screen, any issues with Nebraska, Illinois? No, on the that's, that's the thing to watch. I mean, there's at least intrigue for it. You've got uh, you've got Scott Frost. You you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all of the stars are here. <laughs> you've got, um, you've got Brett Bielema, Scott Frost, Adrian Martinez, Brandon Peters. <laughs> giving us the hard sell uh man it's gonna be bad football but i will be watching it of course because i'm a sick sick little man i don't think i'm gonna watch this i'm gonna be honest with you i'll explain i'll explain why later on i'm not gonna be at the- i'm not gonna be at my tv i would like to tell you i won't be watching this but here's a realistic scenario of what's gonna happen okay i'm gonna go out friday night i'm yep. gonna be hung over on saturday i'll be on my couch eating chinese food until about four in the afternoon okay so what else might be watching mad men reruns again no it's time no. to put on it's in front of Nebraska, Illinois, and beat, nice. you know, Patrick, uh, I don't know if you read a little book called The Bible, <laughs> but, yeah, but in that book they sure. say, when I became a man, I put away childish things. Okay. No more, a, no more Netflix. It's time to watch football yeah, 24 yeah. hours a day. No more Mad Men. No more childish <laughs> things like Mad Men. It's yeah. time to watch Nebraska, Illinois. The adult football content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back as a callback to our original topic of the episode. Yeah. Adult football content. Yeah. Brought to you yeah. by Brett McMurphy Dude, Fox and his mustache. Yeah, Fo- Fox Live presents Scott Frost fucked live on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Trump Alberts is just watching in the background. <laughs> Listen, buddy. Liberty Club plays next week <laughs> god damn it um, how's it always end up back here i don't know man i think we okay. got i think we got a secret thing going on for what, liberty what's the other um, what's the other main screen game patrick hawaii at ucla at 3 30 p.m on espn we are stretching the definition of main screen why is hawaii playing at 3 30 eastern time hmm guys um hey guys like it's, it's not smart why is ucla it's not wise. This isn't good for either well, of these okay. teams. Usually, isn't a fans anyway. It doesn't matter what time they play. They can play. It's the same. No. <laughs> same but a, a week zero game at UCLA at three third or at at twelve thirty local yeah, time. Yeah, it's bad. Come on, guys. That's almost as dumb as being a team like Oregon and traveling to Ohio State to play at nine a.m. because I'm your body mm-hmm. clock. Yeah, and not getting a home return game yes. from it. Yeah, cool. <laughs> good stuff there, Oregon AD. You really showed Gene Smith who's boss. <laughs> <laughs> it is fine. There's a whole contingent of like Ohio State fans and one particular uh, media personality mm-hmm. that sort of their whole thing is just like Gene Smith's a fucking moron. He's yeah. a fucking incompetent bum as he just yeah. continually becomes like the most powerful person in college football every single year. He gets to pick the playoff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's>, 
Gene Smith determined that the Big Ten would play during a pandemic. What are we doing? Uh, Gene Smith is essentially Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. Um, so it, I, I can't sell you a ton on this one. It's main screen because there's nothing else. Um, UCLA. I think it'd be cool if uh, they let uh, Steve Harvey do Gene Smith's job for a day. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> why? Why is that? Why would he play it specifically? I think the idea of Steve Harvey. Walking in a oversized Ohio State polo that's like, you know, dripping down to his ankles. Gene wouldn't know anything about that. Gene doesn't dress like that, no, but I'm saying Steve Harvey playing Gene Smith is a movie I want to watch. I was saying Gene absolutely dresses like that. Gene oh, wears, Gene wears, Gene wears big ass polos. Gene wears big ass polos. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you, Gene Smith, for your big ass polo. Gene's a cool guy, but he wears big ass polos. If you made it to the end of the podcast, please tweet us hashtag big ass polos. <laughs> hashtag stone cold, uh, stone cold lock pick of the century of the week of the year. Hashtag big ass polos. Hashtag Bama Loki trash. Yeah, and Gene Smith, if you're listening, uh, salute to you, sir, <laughs> for your big ass polos. And uh, I think no matter what he says, it's cool that you turned down Brett McMurphy's OnlyFans. But yeah, um, UCLA is going to win this game, but it might mm-hmm. be—I don't know—it might be kind of interesting. We you might can, learn something about. Yeah, you can what get some. Like. You can get some intel. <laughs> some intel on UCLA. Uh, second screen here, folks. It's going to get bad real quick. Um, Alcorn versus NC Central, 7 p.m. on ESPN. Um, I think this kind of might be good, right? Because we don't we don't know a ton about either of these teams. Good in terms of entertaining. Yeah, I'm just looking at Patrick yeah, right it's, now. It's not going to be important or right. anything like that. But I do think that these are these are two fairly equal teams generally. I, think I will say it's is, 7 o'clock on Saturday. I will not be watching this. i got to be honest with you. Yeah, I probably will be. <laughs> just this, this is roughly when I get home. And I'm not going to be doing anything oh, else. Um, we live very different lives, you we and really I. We really do, Patrick. <laughs> Um, okay, we've got UTEP and New Mexico State. That's on 930 at Bali Sports. Yeah, Bali Sports, which it's, you would know if you're like a baseball guy. It's on the, yeah. That's the who baseball did, who channel. Who did take over from? Fox Sports. Mm. Yeah, because um, it was like the Fox Sports Ohio and all yeah, that stuff. I had previously had an app downloaded on my Xbox that was, I guess it must have been the Fox Sports app, that yeah. just re- one day showed up as the Bali Sports app, and okay. I was like, hmm, yeah. I need to download that. Yeah, um, but UTEP at New Mexico State, I think UTEP might have a decent quarterback in... Um, his name escapes me. Something Hardison, Gavin Hardison. I wrote the preview in fucking January. He might Gavin not even, Hard Dickinson. Yeah, he might not even be there anymore. Um, but you could watch it to see if he's still there. He's like six foot four and can throw at eighty yards. He's not sure. very good. He's but Ryan yeah, Mallet. Yeah, yeah, he's he's big, and I like to watch him throw a football. If he's still there, this is a great watch. If not, um, I, my apologies. They have cute. They have cool uh, uniforms. Too. Tune in to find out was yeah. Patrick right or not. Yeah, UTEP also good. Good looking school. I, I like their. Uh, they've got good colors. Heard great um, things about El Paso. Yeah, New Mexico State dog shit. Get them out of here. They're really bad. <laughs> Terrible. No good players on the roster, folks. It's it's a bad thing to do. Um, last in the second it screen. Is yeah. That we should we should make note that it is the tightest spread of all the games we're talking about here. Only in or no, sorry, it's the second tightest spread. Very very bleak thing to think about yeah. betting on the week zero games. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh no, the only kind of betting that I'm interested in is a 16 team parlay. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> for fucking win total. Listen. <laughs> If we nail it, we'd be <laughs> legends, Dude, Patrick. I think legitimately it is something to look into. I think, it'd be I very think we fun. might as well do I it. I think it would be very funny. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's okay. uh, let's move on to the third second screen yeah. game of the week. It's the sixth screen of the week. Yeah. UAB versus Jacksonville State. Technically, this is a, a main screen because it's on Wednesday, yes. <laughs> September 1st. But um, the way that we're going to do it is we're not going to put out another episode until Thursday the 2nd, that morning. Um, that'll be our week one preview. Mm-hmm. But there's and also a review of week zero, but there's not going to be enough from week zero to merit a full review episode correct um so that thursday morning show will be 
kind of a big show, I think, just in terms of like amount of content. Oh, in yeah. it. Um, you're going to be traveling for Labor Day. Yeah, listen. You're going yeah, to be going classic, the classic, you know, time to travel, Labor Day. Yeah, you know, you <laughs> and your uh, coworker are going to cheat on your spouses somewhere. Yeah. Um, you know, you're mm-hmm. bringing your kids to a water park. Where you meet up with your coworker, <laughs> and you're do- whatever you're doing doesn't matter to the kids. It does. It's not important. If you happen to make a trip to the bathroom every 25 minutes for no particular reason, that's that's certainly your. Own yeah, business. you're going to be going to you know <laughs> Minneapolis and then going to the 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 most expensive steakhouse in town and Which, then going to the strip club afterwards yes. and bragging about it to the other people and on the Ohio State listen. beat. <laughs> <laughs> And even if you spend 30 whole bucks on that steak, I mean, good for you, man. That's a, that's a nice little meal. Yeah, listen. Um, You're going to be drinking 12 beers and then going through an entire pack of cigarettes while you write your game coverage. <laughs> this joke is exclusively for the one guy on the beat that listens to this show. I think there's like two or three of them listening, but they all, they all know exactly all what we're talking know. about. <laughs> and he's this man is a legend and I, we support him unironically he, he is not he's never listened to a podcast <laughs> oh man um yeah okay. go ahead UAB so Jacksonville just- <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, the rest of the weekend, you're going to keep an eye on uh, UConn and Fresno State oh, because you're a God. sick, sick man. <laughs> That's a disgusting pack. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I guess you can do some pre-scouting on Fresno State for that Nevada line. <laughs> yeah, that's a normal thing to do. <laughs> and by the way, that is oh, a uh, no. that is a it's 11 a.m. local kick time. Yeah, 2 p.m. on CBSSN, the channel that is uh, being killed soon. <laughs> <laughs> and who could imagine why? And if you <laughs> see an even better game later in the evening, oh, Southern man. Utah travels to San Jose State. 10 p.m. 10 o'clock on a Saturday night on CBS Morning <laughs> Network. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's the battle of the network Dude, stars. Flipping back and forth between UTEP, New Mexico State, and Southern Utah with San Jose State. You've got one hand on the remote, the other on a, on a pistol that's in your mouth. Oh, you're not making that. Listen, I'm telling you right now, guys, if you try to watch both of those games, you will not be listening to the podcast next week because you will be dead. You can't do it. You cannot do it. Yeah, if you watch both of those games, we appreciate the time that you have spent with us, and we respect your sacrifice. It's like the ring. It's like watching the VHS. <laughs> ring. Fuck. Oh my god. Except, except Joel Clatt calls out the TV action stuff. Oh my god. Tells you to watch Fox. Clay Travis is outside. Watch out. It's, it's oh uh, me and Clay Travis in a room, and it's this—it's the scene from Signs where Mel yeah. Gibson tells the kid to swing with the baseball. Um, this hmm. one I'm going to earnestly recommend because I think it's going to be cool, and I'm going to go to it. Um, this is not on TV. If you don't live in Columbus, you can't watch it. Ryan's taking off the headphones. He's done. <laughs> Um, Kentucky State versus Central State, 3 p.m. in Ohio Stadium. Not going to be on TV. Um, I think this is D2 or D3, but these are both HBCUs, which they don't. there's not a ton of in Ohio and in this area. Um, they're playing, as I said, in the horseshoe at, at 3 p.m. on, on the 28th. Um, there's a big tailgate beforehand as well, which I think is going to be really cool. This is, uh, this is part of the Classic for Columbus, which is a four- or five-day event that they do here. Um, I'm credentialed for it. I'm going to go check it out, see what's going on. Sure. Um, I, I think it'll be cool. I'm, I'm excited to see this. It Nothing is, wrong with that. Yeah, it is football that is at least as important as Hawaii and UCLA. 
um, in terms of like long term value for it's my certainly life. Certainly better. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm I'm gonna go check this out. I think it'll be fun. Um, if you live in Columbus, I would recommend doing the same. I think tickets are like fifteen bucks. It's it's or you can just reach out and apply for credentials. It wasn't that hard. <laughs> I just sent an email. Everyone's getting in for free to the game. <laughs> exactly. It's gonna be me. I'll probably and, give you Skyline Chili or something. Yeah. Over it's, there, it's or? gonna be it's gonna be me and fifteen of the most insane people on earth in the press box. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> me and fifteen people that are about that are about to go home and watch Southern Utah San Jose. Disgusting. Just a disgusting act. <laughs> Drink an entire bottle of Jack Daniel. It won't be enough to erase the pain. <laughs> um, Ryan. This has been flipping the field, Patrick. Yeah, this has been flipping the field. Um, we appreciate all of you spending your the, the final moments of your life. <laughs> <laughs> and if you play this backwards, it's the only cure to get out of what happens if you watch a Southern Utah game. <laughs> yeah, if you play this backwards, we have our actual parlay. Um, Ryan, we're going we're gonna to maybe put some money down on these picks, but... Uh, oh. Uh, not maybe we will be putting somebody <laughs> down these picks yeah uh, if you would like to do the same please do send us your uh, your hashtag uh, what was this stone cold it's uh, hashtag stone cold picks of the century of the week of the year okay I think we've stone, lost no yeah, hashtag I think we, stone, <laughs> stone cold pipe pick locks yeah. of the century of the week of the year yeah Hashtag Bamaloki trash. Hashtag big polos. Hashtag <laughs> big ass polos. Big ass polos. Hashtag big ass polos. Um, so yeah, if you're giving, if, if you're playing along at home, please don't. <laughs> just just for your if own you sake. Are, here, here's what I'll tell you: if you're playing along at home and you're willing to put fifty dollars or more mm-hmm. on an eight-team parlay, we will have you on the show. Yeah, you can replace me, man. I don't care. <laughs> we'll have you on as a guest for the show for one week. Yeah. If you send us a screenshot of a confirmed fifty-dollar bet slip. On an eight plus team win total parlay, yeah, and it's it's our teams, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I would I would I would delight in doing that. I would love to yes. talk to the man sick enough to do that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm excited for uh, next week's show featuring Les Wexner. Um, <laughs> Ryan, I'll talk to you then. All right, bye.